0: This is Random Bits of Nothing. It's my personal journey about leaving New York a year ago, hopping in a van, and driving cross- cross-country to start a new life, to see what else is west of the Mississippi. It's been a year and 10,000 miles later, and I'm going through my notes and just kind of kind of want to get it out there. What have I done with myself in the past year? What have I accomplished? What have I seen? What have I learned about myself? And... It's... It's funny because... Yeah, I... There's just so many things going on in the head, you know? It, uh, it's tough. It's really tough to articulate it, especially when... Especially when there's a microphone in front of you and you have to keep up contact and, and make it interesting, but... At this point, this is my first ever podcast, the first episode, the the first time I'm ever doing something like this, and I don't know why it's so terrifying, because there have been so many firsts in this past year, for some reason, talking to myself is like the scariest thing I've ever done. I don't know why. No, scariest thing at current moment. Speaking of current moment... I am in Missouri, just outside of St. Louis, in this beautiful little park, maybe 200 feet away from the Missouri River. It is a beautiful day, absolutely gorgeous out, and sadly, I still have never seen that Chris Farley bit about living in a van down by the river. I hear it, everybody, you know, everybody tells me I need to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to watch it. I think about it. I've never seen it. Maybe someday I will. Anyway, a little bit about me. Um, For the past eight years, I was living and working in Brooklyn, New York. I had two jobs. I was a carpenter by day, bartender at night. I lived in this great little neighborhood. I. I had roommates like everybody else does in New York, and I, my opinion, I'm far too old for roommates, and it was fun. I had a hell of a time in New York, I've met some great people, many of them I'm still very good friends with, it's like a whole adoptive family, but it was also the thing, I hated going to my job in the morning, I hated paying a $1,000 a month rent to live with five other people in a five-story walk-up in a single bathroom. I hated paying $13 for a fucking drink. I mean, you know, it's like... That was just commonplace, you know? Um, I hated dating in New York. I hated... I hated a lot of things. And... I don't like being that person. I didn't like to hate so much. I didn't like it to be a chore to get out of bed. So... One night at the bar, talking with some friends, somebody had said something about, well, just living in a van or an RV, and I don't know, I kind of kind of fell down this rabbit hole of buying a box truck and converting it into a one-bedroom apartment, so to speak, and just living in New York City in the box truck. This way, I did not have to pay $1,000 a month rent for a 48-square-foot bedroom. And a bathroom that i could hardly ever use but so I, I started looking into it and i fell down this whole rabbit hole of van life uh, it is a huge thing i honestly had no idea people were doing this and i honestly had no idea how glamorous people could make it look you know, you go on Instagram and people have these beautiful Mercedes or ProMasters and, you know, obviously a ton of money. I did not have a ton of money, but I, I just kind of fell in love with that thought of just, hey, I'm, you know, I don't need much. I, I already don't have much. I don't have any space to myself. I don't have any privacy. So what difference would it be if I just lived in a van um and I I actually was really considering doing it in New York City, Brooklyn to be exact. And then like I don't know if anybody's ever tried to park in Brooklyn or New York or just drive. And it can be done. I mean, I I bet it could be done, but in the long term of things, it is just it's not worth it. Um but in either case I I fell down the rabbit hole of van life and cheap RV living and you know there's there is so much content out there um and I'm seeing these pictures just people living their lives I mean they're they've got these gorgeous backdrops for scenery they they're doing remote work from their van they just kind of pack up and go whenever wherever they want and you know Instagram makes it look very very easy to do um Not as hard as you think, but it's also not very easy either. Um, You know, for me, you know, for me, it was just a pipe dream. Um, It was, you know, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm looking at the pictures. I'm thinking, wow, this would be great. Where would I go first? I'd love to get the hell out of the city. What, what am I going to do? And, you know, I just, I kept thinking about it. I kept thinking about it. I kept visualizing it and, you know, just, you know, the more, the more I thought about it, the more research I did as far as, you know, what kind of band do I want? How much space do I need? What, where am I going to go? That was like the biggest question was, where am I going to go? And my dream was Alaska. I wanted to see a moose. I still want to see a moose. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it was just, again, all the dream. Um, we all dream real big when we're looking at the internet, right? But, uh, you know, work started getting more aggravating. The rent started going, you know, just started going up and I, I don't know. I just, I started van shopping. I'm looking at auto trader and just cruising the internet that was looking for that perfect van, that one I want to, that one I wanted to deem Instagram worthy. Um, and it took me took me a year to look. Uh, I it took me a year to find the van. I found it in Florida. Didn't even, you know, I just saw a picture of it on the internet. Never drove it. Uh, I talked to the guy. I listened to it run over the phone, and the test drive was done via FaceTime. Okay, van looks good. Here, take my money take my money, drop it off at mom and dad's, you know, put a tag on it, whatever you need, here's my credit card, here's the address, call a tow truck, drop it off, and that, that was the whole start of my band life, my band life journey, which then became a dirtbag summer, which is, that's a whole different episode in itself, but, um, yeah, that that was the start was just kind of really wanting something different, uh, and, and, and doing the research and figuring out what I want, um, and what I want to try. So it's, it, it has been, it was a whole process. You know, there there was a lot of steps to take. There was a lot of contemplating. Uh, It it was almost easy, but it was probably one of the most difficult things I had to do. It's really hard to put it in a headspace. for as much as I wanted to get away from New York. It was also very scary for me to leave because it was all I had known for the past eight years. Uh, These are my friends. These were people I hung out with on a daily basis. I, um, I I had safety and security there. I had a job to go to every day. I had money coming in. I had things to do on a weekend, and I was just about to, just to, to give it all away. And New York is one of those places, too, that once you leave, it's hard to go back. It really is. You have to be very, very sure That you want to leave because if you do leave for any length of time it will be very hard to afford to go back and yeah it was that it was a very scary plunge because I knew once once I had left once I made this choice the chances of me going back to New York are very very slim I I think about going back I don't know if I could afford it or not Um, You know, I I think about it because I miss my friends, I miss my old routines, I miss my old haunts. But another thing, too, is I don't even know if half of them are there anymore. It's, you know, it's a forever-changing place. And once you leave, it is not the same once you go back. It is going to be a different New York City, no matter how long you've been away. You know, for me, it's been a year. And... I know a million things have changed and a million things have stayed the same, but it's it's going to be the same yet an entirely di- different beast altogether. But uh, you know, I'm kind of rambling, but I guess that kind of goes with the podcast—random bits of nothing. And I think uh, I think I'm going to leave it right there for right now. Just because... I, you know, if this is going to be a shitty episode, I don't want it to be a shitty episode that goes on and on and on forever, so I will leave it right here and listen to it. probably going to publish it anyway, because I'm not fucking around with editing all of this, um, you know, I do have a marble mouth, I do find myself at a loss for words and say stupid shit all the time, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to dwell on that, because this is not a get rich thing. I'm not trying to be a famous podcaster. I just kind of I was cleaning my van out yesterday and I found my little logbook. Um and that's when I realized it's been a year and ten thousand miles of me being in this van practically full time and, and what I've gone through, what I've seen and what I've learned, you know, mainly learned about myself. Um and uh i guess the next episode will be i think i'll talk about the first time i saw my van and my thoughts and a little bit of history on the van itself because that i mean it it really completes the story so yeah episode two it'll be about the van